0: No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Master the NEC, where we talk about the National Electrical Code. Thanks for joining me today. Today's episode is going to be a brief one on how to use table 220.88 uh, within calculations. And this is for calculating the service for a... New restaurant. Now, this question was sent in to us by an electrical inspector who asked how to deal with this table and how to apply it, and, uh, and we're going to show him today how to do that, and we figured you'd all like to join in and listen And uh, how we do that. Before we get started on that, we want to make sure that you know how you can listen to other episodes from Master the NEC. Is If you have a Android phone or a tablet, you can download the iHeartRadio app. And you can search for Master the NEC and subscribe and listen to all of our shows via that app. Uh, It's in syndication all over the country. You can listen to them. Or you can visit our website at MasterTheNEC.com. You can listen to shows there as well. Uh, But also remember, you can visit us on Facebook by logging onto your Facebook page. And up in the top search bar, type in Master the NEC, and you'll find our Facebook page. And you can subscribe to our Facebook page as well. So with that said, today's episode, we are going to be using the 2014 National Electrical Code. So any references I might give to page numbers and what have you are going to be based on the 2014 softbound edition. Uh, But this is not to stop you if you happen to be in the 2011 edition or even the 2008 edition, which seemed to be still lingering around in the country. Uh, This table and, and this option didn't change. So you're free to follow along with the earlier editions of the NEC as well so let's go on and get our code books out and let's uh make sure we locate the 220.88 which is dealing with new restaurants and it's on page 75 of your softbound edition now if you happen to be using the electronic version the pdf version it's on page 78 so you just type 78 in there and it'll get you there all right so now we're here now before we start discussing the actual table that you see here at the bottom of the page and breaking it down a little bit we wanna talk about 220.88 in general, which is the section. 220.88 deals with new restaurants. Now, before we get started in it, I wanna to talk to the electrical contractors out there who probably have some of them that shy away from doing restaurants because they feel like it's too uh, too, too much calculations involved, that it's over their head or whatnot. Um, and just wanted to say that you have two methods that you can do for calculating the service. Now, once you get past the service, once you get inside, it's just like anything else. You still have brand circuits, you still have a uh, feeder, potentially feeder uh, loads, you, you have lighting loads you gotta deal with, support and securing of wiring methods. That's simple, that's the stuff you're already familiar with. A lot of people shy away from it because it has to do with the calculation and they're thinking, well, I've got a calculation for a restaurant and there's gonna be a lot of equipment in there and I just don't know what I'm doing. And so, rather than get involved in that kind of work, I'll just shy away from it and do some light commercial, and I'll stick you know residential only and. Everything. But I'm here to tell you that it's it shouldn't be a daunting task to do a new restaurant. In fact, most of the time you can get the equipment that's going in there because the person that's purchasing it the restaurant or whoever's building it has to come up with the materials list or equipment list and you can get the information about each piece of equipment and it should be fairly simple for you to start doing the getting these values. Uh, And if an engineer is doing it for you, they can do the exact same thing. They'll calculate their lighting loads, they'll calculate what receptacle loads they might have, they'll take the face value for all of their equipment that's being put in there, uh, the total Uh, the total connected load value that's on those equipment and we'll show you how they compile that all together for you to be able to use an optional method and at the end of the day once you do that you size the service everything else is the same way it would be for anything else okay now while you're here let's look at it now I want to remind you that anytime you can pause these episodes you can go back and read any of the other um, sections that we might reference and you don't wanna feel like you're getting left behind, simply pause the episode, go back and read them in your code book and come back when you're ready. So you can do it at your own pace, pause it anytime you want, pick up from there. Now we're at 220.88, it says new restaurants. Now I'm gonna read you the code and then we'll talk about it a little bit. It says calculation of a service or feeder load where the feeder serves the total load for a new restaurant shall be permitted in accordance with table 220.88 in lieu of part three of this article. Okay, so the opening statement here is you got different options here. You can use the optional method or you can use a standard method, which is found in part three. It's up to you. However you wanna do it, it's totally up to you. So in our example, if we don't want to go into the little pieces of how you do each little part uh, or each little segment within the standard method, then I can simply come to this optional method and do this. And it makes it a little easier to to apply it and, and generally it will usually result in a smaller service because of diversification and taking that into account. Now it says, it continues to say, the overload protection of the service conductors shall be in accordance with uh, 230.90 and 240.4. Now the importance here to understand that when it talks about the service conductors, that really the only thing that you're gonna protect those service conductors on the supply side of your service disconnect is from overload. You're really not gonna protect those conductors from short circuit or ground fault too much. That's generally gonna be protection from overload. So that protection is gonna tell you that it has to be done in accordance with 230.90 which is talking about that overload protection on the ungrounded conductors. And then of course you got 240.4, which is gonna say, hey, by the way, make sure you size the protection in accordance to protect those conductors in 240.4. And you know, so that's what it's saying, how to protect those service conductors from an overload condition. Then it goes on to say feeder conductors shall not be required to be of greater impacity than the service conductors. So let's face it, if we do a calculation using this optional method for the service, and let's say we have a service that comes to a service disconnect, and then from that service disconnect, it feeds an interior panel, uh, and that interior panel is is handling the entire load for the restaurant at that point. That's, the, that's, that's for, ex- for lack of a better term, that's your main panel that's for the restaurant. Then that feeder, Again, that's going from that service disconnect to that interior panel, which, you know, four conductor feeder, it has to handle the entire load that's associated with this restaurant through that panel. Now you could have additional remote distribution panels off of that panel, but they're all gonna come back to that main panel. So that feeder has to handle the total load. It's very similar to the application in 31015 B7. And if you're not familiar with 31015B7, listen to one of our other radio shows and it explains everything you need to know about 31015B7 if I left you kind of hanging there. Or you could pause this show, go listen to the other show, and then you could come back and you could say, hey, I know exactly what you're talking about. All right, anyway, so you do have some options here. The key point is there would be pointless to have to have a feeder that would be larger than the service conductor. If it was good enough to calculate the service conductor, then it's good enough to calculate the feeder as long again as that feeder serves the total load of the restaurant. Okay. Then it goes on to say service or feeder conductors whose calculated load is determined by this optional calculation shall be permitted to have the neutral load determined by 220.61. Now, 220.61 is going to tell you that you have to size the neutral conductor based on the maximum imbalance load between any phase conductor and the neutral. All right, that's just going to tell you that you're permitted to have the neutral load determined by that as well. Of course, okay, of course, you could have the neutral conductor size the same size as your ungrounded conductors if you choose. Okay, but you do have some options in 220.61 that you are permitted to size your neutral based on that maximum imbalance load. Okay, all right, so that's your, your, your options that are given there. Now, let's talk about the table. All right, this table is to me is a neatly done table. I think it's simple to understand. However, as expressed to me in the request for this show, that the end user wasn't sure how to deal with the demand factor especially the area within the parentheses they didn't know how that was to be done so if you know how to do it that is great if you don't know how to do it we're going to show you how to apply today and we're going to give you four different equations uh, to do that and we're going to do an example of a all-electric restaurant and then we're going to do an example of a not all-electric restaurant and give you that examples of, of both. And we'll even break down on how you would size your service and whatnot. All right, so before we get started, we're looking at the table in front of us. Um, we also now have to pay attention underneath the line, the bold line, you'll see there, there's a note there. Now the reason this note is important because if you look at the first row, it says total connected load KVA, and it has zero to 200, 201 to 325, 326 to 800, and then over 800. But if you don't know how we came up with the total connected load, then it's, you kind of put, stops you in your tracks right there. So as an electrical designer, there is a note here. And this note is not an informational note. This is a note. This is applicable to the table. This means this is part of the table and it is a very important aspect of the table. Now let's read the note because we need to know as an electrical designer how we come up with the total connected load because we can't do anything else unless we know what that total connected load is. So it says, the note says this, it says, add all electrical loads. That would be all the electrical loads that are within your restaurant. That includes both the heating and the cooling. So it's not the same as you would have in a standard calculation, when it says you could take the higher of the heating or the cooling. This case, you got to add them both and you add them together with all of the electrical loads, that'd be all the appliance load values, everything up together, and that gives you the total connected load. That's your total, kind of like the way it sounds. Total, everything connected at its full value. That's what your total KVA is. That's your total connected load. Now, this next line in this note is critically important to understanding how this table works. It says select the one demand factor that applies from the table, then multiply the total connected load by this single demand factor. All right, this is where people get lost. They want to treat this table like it's stepping where you build onto it. Like you have to do the zero to 200 portion first. Like in that 325 we just said was going to be one of our examples of a 325 KVA. They want to do the first 280 and then do the 201 through 325 at 10%. That's not how it works. It's not kind of like stepping on, you know, from one step to the next step to the next step. It's very simple. It said take the one demand factor that applies. And then multiply it by the connected load for that single demand factor so let's do an example here and first one we're gonna do is an all-electric restaurant I mean all of the loads the cooking everything is electric and so the value that our engineer has submitted to us was 325 kVA or uh, uh, 325,000 kVA so now we choose that one it says here the note said select the one demand factor that applies from the table okay And then it multiply the total connected load by that single demand factor. So here we want the second row, which says 201 through 325. That's the row that's going to be where our 325 KVA falls into. Then I'm going to go to the right, and you're going to see that I'm going to select the one demand factor. And that is 10% plus 160. Now, it's not 10% of 325. It's 10% of the amount over 200. So that's when you're thinking about math equations. You want to solve for what's in parentheses first, and then you apply the percentage to that. And then you can add the plus 160 in our example. So the question here is we had a 325 kVA, and to apply a demand factor of 10%, we have to apply it to the amount that's over 200. So, in our case, we had 325. We want to take away the 200 because we only want the amount that's over 200. So, you don't really need a calculator for this because we know that the difference between 320 and 200 is 125. So, the amount that's in the parentheses should be at this point 125 kVA. That's the value there. Now, the next step is to do what? Take 10% of that amount that was over 200, which in our case was 125 kVA. Well, 10% of 125 kVA is 12.5 kVA. So now we have solved for the left side of the plus symbol. It should be, on the left side, it should be 12.5 kVA, which is 10% of the amount that was over 200. Now, you're going to do the plus 160 at this point. So that means your 12.5 kVA plus 160 kVA is going to equal 172.5 kVA. Now, we have to translate that back into a a full VA. So it's 172.5 times 1000 is going to give us 172,500 VA. Now, it's just like your regular math that you're familiar with. At that point, you're going to take your 172,500, and you're going to divide it by your voltage. Now, it might be an equation. If it's single phase, 120, 240, you're just going to take the 172,500, and you're going to divide it by 240. And that would be whatever your ampacity would be at that point. But if you're dealing with a three-phase application, you got to remember that little pesky square root of three, that 1.732 equation. So if it was a 120.208 application, three-phase, then what you're going to, which typically what you probably get in a commercial uh, new restaurant, then what you're going to have to do is, first of all, you'll have to take that 208 times 1.732, and that's going to give you 360. So now you take the that value and you do the 172,500 divided by 360. And when you do that value, you're going to have a 479 amp uh, requirement, okay, 479.1666, whatever. That is going to be your new ampacity, and that's what you're going to base your service size on, okay? And that's how you do it, and if it was a 122.40, do it the same way. Again, like I said, the 172,500 uh, divided by... Uh, 240 and that's how you get it so that's how you establish that the one thing to remember and sometimes people forget is they do this and they get that 172.5 value and they think that's 172.5 amps and it's not that's KVA so you still have to go one step further expand that factor out into the full VA value and then you'll divide it by your your voltage okay alright so and that's gonna tell you that one now That's just that simple on how you do it. You follow those same steps, it doesn't matter. So let's do another one. What if we have another all electric restaurant? This one's a little bigger. So the engineer tells us we have 800 kVA connected load. That includes the heating, the cooling, all the electric loads added up together for a total connected load of 800 kVA. Okay, so now we choose that column. Again, we choose one demand column, okay? One demand column from the connected load. And in this case, it's the 326 through 800 column. We go to the right, and we see that our demand factor is going to be 50%. But again, we have to establish the amount that we apply that 50% to. So the first thing we read is do the parentheses. We have to apply the 50% to the amount that's over 325. So the same thing happens here. We take 800 we minus 325 from it to take 325 out of the equation and that gives us an end value of 475 kva now i can apply the 50 percent to that 475 kva at this point because that's what the that's what it's telling us here in the column at that point that gives me 237.5 kva now now we've solved for the left side of the plus now we have to add 172.5 to that to find out what our total calculated kVA load is and if you do 237.5 plus 172.5 that gives you 410 kVA. So you would do the same thing I showed you earlier depending on what you dealt with if again if it was three phase you're going to take the 410,000 VA divided by 360 and that's going to give you your ampacity value. And then you're going to size your conductors and your service and everything in accordance with that. Now, what about when we have a non or not all electric restaurant? It's just that simple. Without getting into specific details that you don't need to worry about, you just establish that, hey, am I looking at a plan and the engineer submitted to me or you're the engineer and you're doing the drawings and you say, okay, my total connected load for this non-all electrical means I might have some, some gas cooking. So it's not an all electric restaurant, but you still come up with your total connected load of what is electrical. You come up with that value. You forget about the gas part because it's irrelevant. You come up with that value and you see that your demand factors are a little different here. And then let's look at it. Let's do the same exact math using a not all-electric restaurant. So you don't have as much electrical diversification in there because all of your loads aren't, are, uh, are not all electrical. So let's do it. let's do one. So with same example, we have a 325 uh, KVA connected load calculation that was given to us, total added up value. We follow, we come down, we pick the second row as we did before, but then we got to go over to the not all electric column and we see that it's a 50% value and it says based on what? The amount that's over 200. Well, we've already done the math before, so we know that the amount over 200 for a 325 kVA uh, connected load is 12.5, no, excuse me, 125 kVA. That is our value that's in the parentheses there. All right, so then we got to take 50% of that value and that would be 50% of 125 kVA would equal 62.5 kVA. Then once we've established the left side of that plus symbol now we can add the 200 that is on the right side and on the right side it would be the adding the 200 would be 62.5 plus the 200 equals 262.5 kVA. And that's what's gonna be our calculated load on KVA. And then we have to convert that out into 262,500 VA divided by, if it's a 12208 three phase, you'll divide it by uh, 360. Uh, or if it was a 12240 volt single phase, I would take the 262,500 and divide that by 240. And then that's how I'm gonna build on it, determine my amps, and, and that's how we do it. Now, to round it all out, Let's go on and do the same equation for an 800 kVA. If it was a not all electric restaurant. Now I could tell you at this point, if it's a not all electric restaurant and it's still 800 kVA, then there is a fairly large size restaurant because we're not even figuring some of the loads might be gas or whatnot. So this means it's a pretty good amount of kVA in there. Pretty good amount of load in there. So at this point, we're gonna come down and pick the third row which is at 326 through 800. Then we're gonna go all the way to the right and you're gonna see that our demand factor for this case is 45%. So it's the amount that's over 325 that you apply that 45% to. Remember, we have to solve the parentheses first. So in this equation, you do the exact same thing you did before. You wanna get rid of that 325 so you know what the value is Over 325 so it's 800 minus 325 gives us 475 kVA now that is your value that's in the parentheses now you get to apply the 45% to it and 45% to 475 kVA is 213.75 kVA now once I've established the left side of the plus symbol now I get to add the right side In the right side, it says 262.5 kVA. So you're going to take the 213.75, which represents 45% of the amount over 325. And you're going to add it with the 262.5. That's going to equal 746.25 or 476.3 kVA. And then you're gonna do like I said before, you you break that down, you'll simply do that KVA times a thousand to give you your full VA, and then you're gonna divide that by your voltage. If it's a 120, 208 three phase, then you're gonna divide it by 360. If it's a single phase, 12240, you're gonna divide that 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 VA by the 240, and that's gonna give you your ampacity value and you size your service and your conductors accordingly. So hopefully this little show here has explained how you use this table. So it's not a case where you build on top of each other and you have to solve the 0 to 200 first and then you go to the 201 through 325. That's that's not how it works. Okay. You have to solve it based on wherever your connected load lies under that column one or column A, the first column. And then you apply the demand factor depending on whether or not it's an all-electric or not all-electric. Solve the work that's in parentheses first. Then apply the percentage demand factor to that value. Then you add the additional KVA. Like I say, kind of an a, a, a additional load or additional bumper, if you will. And then once you come up with that and you add the two together, now you have your total calculated load. And then you can do the additional math to tell you what your service size is at that point. And then everything from there just becomes traditional work. Your service size is based on the, you know, selecting the equipment and, and being able to do everything from there. So hopefully this show was, was a little bit um, not daunting for you. That it helped break down and show you how you use this optional method. If you have any questions at all, any questions. If something didn't come across clear. If there was something that you didn't agree with. That you want to give your opinion of. We do not get offended, trust me. Part of the goal of education is to teach people and be uh to be able to be opened up enough to say, look, I can be criticized. You can you can give me your opinions. It doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother our company. It doesn't harm us to learn new things. That's what we're here for. But what we try to do is break it down so it's easy for the student, the electrician, the the master electrician, the engineer who needs to know how to apply it. And here my whole goal here is to take an a electrical contractor who is shied away from doing restaurant work. Uh, because restaurants are opening up everywhere. They shy away from it because they think there's something magical about the calculation when in the end of the day, they can use this optional method and they can determine what their service is and then they can move from there to things they're more comfortable with. This is the easy part, okay? So again, thanks for joining us. If you have any questions at all, feel free to email us at info, at info at masterthenec.com uh, just do attention Don and we will get your uh, questions. We'll produce a show on it uh, and uh, we'd be more than happy to publish it for you here and you can listen. Again, go and visit our Facebook page at Master the NEC Facebook page um, and uh, visit our website at masterthenec.com uh, or download the iHeartRadio app and search for Master the NEC and subscribe to our radio shows on there. Thanks again and uh, look forward to next time where we discuss more things about the national electrical code lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office